And as I began to grow, I realized that the life I had thought I was stuck with wasn't something I had to be stuck with at all. Green, the color of life, the color of renewal and rebirth. Life brings many storms, which some struggle to endure through simple rose-colored optimism. I want to suggest that there's a better way, a way to view your existence, not merely through blind optimism, but through a lens of growth and opportunity. Join me weekly as I keep it real by sharing my personal stories with you in hopes that I can inspire you to find your strength, find your smile, learn to walk in faith, and achieve the life you want. I'm Linda Turcott, and this is Green Colored Glasses. I think I knew at a really young age what I wanted my life to look like, because I grew up in an alcoholic home, and while I did have stability, there was definitely chaos. I was always unsure of each day. I never knew what was going to happen or which parents I was going to get in that day. So if you are familiar with alcoholics, you understand what I mean by which parents. People tend to turn into different people when they drink. So would it be a calm kind of day? You know, would it be an abusive day where my mom would get hit? Would I be verbally abused myself? Would it be a playful type of day? You know, would it be a day where my stepfather would just break out in a rage and hold a chair up over his head and bash it down on our pool table? Would it be just a fun, silly kind of day where everybody was in a really good mood and laughing? I mean, imagine what that's like for a child. All of that insurity. So after the age of 12, I pretty much stopped inviting my friends over because... It was just simply too embarrassing for me. I just never knew what my day held. And honestly, when you're a child and you don't know, there's never a peaceful feeling. Not ever. Because you're always on guard. You have to be. I think it's just a natural way to protect yourself. I paid close attention to my friend's household, and they didn't seem to have this kind of craziness going on. You know, their parents were involved, and they went to fun places, and they took family vacations. So, um... I was really envious of that. Now, I'm aware that I only saw the side they wanted me to see, but in my mind, their lives seemed to be perfect, and I wanted it. So I chose certain things from different friends' lives that I wanted and decided that was going to be something that I would bring to my life as an adult. So even though I was really young, I vowed at the age of 12 that I would never be in a relationship with an alcoholic, ever. I would never have that kind of turmoil in my home. And my life as an adult was going to feel very different. I personally really feel that, you know, the world can be a really hard, scary place. And when you go home, within those four walls, that is your safe haven. That's your place of peace, comfort, and calm. So I decided that when I had kids, they were never going to have to experience feelings like I had. That within my four walls they would always feel safe. That was the plan. Although, you know what happens when you plan? Well, I don't even know how it happened, but I ended up marrying an alcoholic. And that still blows me away because I was just so aware of everything and I was so 
clear as to what I was not going to do. I don't know how I ended up doing it. I had a plan. What the heck happened? And after 10 years of marriage and two kids, I can still remember the day it changed for me. I had sunken down into such a deep depression that I could not pull myself out of it. It was getting worse every day. I cried constantly. I was, um, I also developed severe anxiety and I was gaining weight really fast. And my face had even broken out from the stress. I was really absolutely just miserable. So one night I had an argument with my husband and I ran out of the house and I got into the car. I really just wanted to escape the frustration and the pain that I was feeling. So I just wanted to drive. I didn't even know where I was driving to. I just wanted to get in the car and just drive away. You know, just, I really think I was just trying to escape me, but in program, they always say, no matter where you go, there you are. You can't run from yourself. Now, this is the part of the story that's really odd to me. Something very strange happened to me that night as I was driving. It's like I woke up from a dream and looked around and absolutely had no idea where I was or how I got there. That was so scary. It's like waking up and being in reality, but I hadn't fallen asleep. It was like I'd gone into a trance of darkness and came out of it with no recollection of any of it. I had literally blacked out and had continued to drive that way without even having a clue of what was happening to me. How freaky is that? I don't know how long I was out, but I couldn't find my way home because I had no idea where I was. Uh, we didn't have cell phones then, um, and I had to call someone for help. It was the scariest thing to me. I'll, I'll never forget it. I think my mind just blacked out to protect me from the pain that I was feeling. You know, I've heard of that happening to people. That's the night I knew my life had to change. And when you know, then it's time to take action. If you don't do something different, then nothing changes. In fact, it gets worse. It's like a toothache. You know, a tooth with a cavity does not get better. It continues to decay. Soon you need a root canal or you need to get your tooth pulled. It's just easier to get your cavity filled. Now, at first, I didn't set out to completely change every aspect of my life. That would have been just way too much for me to even comprehend at the time. But what I did do was just started with one small thing, just a book. Someone had suggested um, a book called Codependent No More. And I had no clue what codependency even was, but I was so desperate for any kind of help because, you know, doctors wanted to prescribe pills for me and I just didn't want to go down that road. So I went to the mall and I bought the book. I was so desperate to feel better that I sat down right there in the mall to read a page or two of the book. I couldn't even wait to get home to read it. And before you knew it, I had read more than half that book sitting right there in the mall. If you're constantly trying to make everybody happy while you're increasingly becoming unhappy, I highly recommend getting this book. I had connected to what I was reading so much. It felt like it was written just for me. I mean, I had felt like I was going crazy. I felt like nobody in the world could even understand what I felt like because I didn't know anybody that felt like me. But now I knew from this book that it was actually very common. There was a name for what I was experiencing, and I was not the only one. What a relief. So again, it's called Codependent No More by Melody, I think it's Beatty, Beatty, B-E-A-T-T-I-E, Codependent No More. So after I read that book, 
I took a small step to find more help. Just little tiny steps. I reached out for more help by going to Al-Anon. Um, if you have an alcoholic in your life, again, this is something I highly recommend doing. I believe truly that Al-Anon saved my life. I continued reading more, continued getting help, continued talking to people. And before you knew it, I was helping others, which in turn helps you. I started implementing the things I was learning because, you know, no matter how much you know, if there's no action behind it, nothing happens. And as I began to grow, I realized that the life I had thought I was stuck with wasn't something I had to be stuck with at all. I believed that this crap life I had allowed to happen was my destiny forever. But I found that I could rewrite my story at any time in my life. And I'm talking any time. In your next breath, you can start. And so I've rewritten my life and continue still to rewrite it all of the time. I change directions. And as I'm going along, if I find I don't like how something's going, I'll start rewriting it again and again. And now at 56 years old, it's morphed into something pretty darn wonderful. I'm very happy, although I'll never be finished rewriting because I'm always growing. Therefore, I'm always changing. Not because I'm dissatisfied, but amazingly, because I wake up all of the time and decide there's still things I want to do and I want to try. I stay hungry and I simply never stop learning. It kills me when I see someone who stays in a really unhealthy relationship for whatever reason. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting not working on a marriage. I think people misunderstand me. I don't believe in just getting married and slipping out six months later. You know, you've got to put the work in for sure. But if it's really unhealthy or abusive, you have to respect yourself enough to, to go. You know, you deserve better. But I hear things like, oh, you know, I stay for the kids. Okay, well, do you realize that all you're really doing is teaching your kids how to be in an unhealthy relationship? That's it. Kids model their parents. They do what you do. It's your responsibility to give them a fighting chance. That was the main reason I left. I realized that my kids were, were witnessing, you know, their mother being completely depressed and crying and upset and stressed and sick um, physically and mentally, that was better than not having their father around all of the time? I don't think so. You know, or, or people say, well, I can't leave. I don't make enough money on my own. So you're selling your soul for a few hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars a month? Come on. I finally gathered the courage to leave my relationship with nothing more than $5 in my wallet and two kids. No excuses. If nobody's told you this before, please allow me to. You are deserving of happiness. You deserve to have the most amazing time while you're here. Do you remember when Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory first came out? I think it was back in 1971. Can you remember how amazing his factory seemed then? I'm serious. I mean, it was seriously magical to me. Around every corner was some other new adventure or invention. That's how your life can be. No joke. I know when you're miserable and unhappy and you're just in the middle of all that. I know it doesn't seem possible, but I'm here to tell you, it is possible. The only thing is, only you can give yourself that golden ticket. 
Only you can decide to rewrite your story and change your life. For me, that scared little girl doesn't run the show anymore. She deserved to find peace and happiness. I truly believe in the Cinderella story, and I'm making sure that happens. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Green Colored Glasses. Rewriting your story is something I'm so passionate about. My life has completely changed, and I really want you to understand that you can do the same for your life. If nothing else, I hope that I at least got you thinking about it a little bit. If you want to connect or if you have questions for me, you can visit my website at lindaturkotofficial.com and be sure to follow me on all my socials. All my channels are there on my website. Signing off for now. Have an incredible day and take care. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and get notified when a new episode drops. Also, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. My hope is that there was a takeaway that spoke directly to you. Until next time, keep laughing and make it a great day.